Venus and link to the Cuban. He keep his nose in the biz. Won't get the blink with a shoe in. It's cold, leave a foe and spill a drink where he cooling. The ones who meant most went ghost. I keep it moving, hey yo. That's your hot knife cutting through water. You either getting shot or you shooting one or the other. Yeah. Pops attempted, but my mama meant it. Had to ball hard, fresh out the locker entrance. You gotta drown first, let that sink. When you win, it smells good. The get back stinks. You see, I got a warm shot. My heart jet black pink. Similar to the killer who just left that clink. For a short period only, a serious homie. I lick a shot first. Them stingy niggas will lick the pot first. Come to think, my dog only do me a bone. Why I'd rather hang with my lady, watch movies at home. Comfy as fuck. I would hate the bloody the chucks. I just got them. And right now, they scuff free and plush. Serious has a heart attack. They ain't fuck with him. Now here he is in the almanac. Huh. Guess it ain't nowhere until my coffin crack. That's Ido's single, The Pot, produced by Alchemist, off his upcoming album, The Beauty of It. Welcome to episode 65 of We Go In and Presents, where Ido comes back to talk about the beauty of it and assembling a dream team producers for the project. We break down the pot, talk future projects, and much more. After the interview, make sure you hit up the links all on wegoingin.com. So Ido, man, it's, it's great to have you back on the We Going In Presents podcast, and I know you're deep in working on the beauty of it, your next album. So how's that coming? So far, so good. Pretty much complete, man. It's getting mixing stages and all that situated, finalized it. That's amazing. Uh, well, you know, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, the lineup is legendary. You look at going, you know, back with V-Don, which is always great, but then you got Static, Green Lantern, Large Pro, and of course Alchemist. So what was it like yeah. getting these guys all involved on the project? Uh, it was dope because, if, you know, for the past couple seasons, I've just been putting out booths with one producer, so made it a point to, to branch out and get the best of the best lined up for Do you feel like because of all the work you've been putting in and the reputation you've been building, it was pretty easy to get these guys on board? Uh, I, I would say so, definitely. You know, now that, you know, not every day somebody could reach out to Static or those guys and get a beat, you know? And I remember the last time we talked, you had just met up with Large Pro um, when Hell's Roof had, had just come out. What was it like meeting up with Large Professor for the first time and, and getting to know him more? Oh, it was dope, man. Great moment, man. Great vibe. Seen him make a beat on the spot. We recorded. It was energy, hip-hop. That's amazing. And I, I feel like sometimes when you work with guys like Large Pro, like if if you're, you know, going to a veteran – it's like they want to bring kind of a new sound in with newer artists, but sometimes newer artists want that classic sound from the veteran that they may have like fallen in love with. So like maybe something that sounds more like large pros work with like main source or Nas. So how do you balance getting like the sound you want from large pro, but large pro also giving you the style of beat that he wants you to rock over? Oh man, that's the era I grew up in. So, you know, it's, something I grew up with and that's the swing always so to me it was just like a like a fucking fresh breath there all over me breath of fresh air that's like that sound you ain't hear in a while you know and then boom there it go sound we, we've been missing for a while 
No doubt. And when you look at this lineup of producers, who do you feel like pushed you the hardest in terms of like making sure like the song came out exactly how they wanted, you know, being kind of like the most perfectionist in the studio with you? Oh, man. Uh, of course, my bro, Don, Muggs, you know, they make sure. Like, cause I, I, they can start a beat and send it to me. And then when I get it back, it's different. You know, they'll add a switch. So, but I'm definitely them two right there. No doubt. And how do you feel like working with V-Don? Is it is it the same old kind of process? Or do you feel like as you both grow and continue to get better, the process changes? Nah, pretty much, man. We just got a vibe, man, you know? It's just natural, man. Organic fit, whatever, you know? I get a certain feel when Don send that, that sound, you know? Were there any producers you were a little nervous to work with just in terms of like their legendary status and thinking about like what they've done and making sure like you, your bars impress them? Oh, no, not at all. That was my moment to, to show them what I got, you know what I mean? That, 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 that's motivation. And somebody like Alchemist is like super entertaining and just an all-around hilarious person to be around. What was it like actually being in the studio with Al um, when you worked on the pot? Well, actually, I worked at the pot at home out here in Rochester, New York. However, I did record my verse for um, Westside Guns, John Cena, at Alchemist Studio. Shout out to Muggs and Al for great time, you know. Just real, you know, down-to-earth people, man. You know what I mean? Robbing and enjoying the groove. No doubt. Do you feel like you do your best work in Rochester? Um, you know, it's 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 a mood, so no matter where I'm at, you know. But for the most part I could get it done quicker, you know, I got my own setup and shit. <laughs> so I'll be it's right here, you know, tip of my fingers. So yeah, it it works best for me, you know. And when you work with somebody like Alchemist, do they go through like 30 or 40 beats? Or when you hear like that first one, are you like, I know I can kill that? It depends. Um, I never really had a, a sit down with Alp like that and ran through beats. He actually just emailed me a couple and I picked one. Um, but I'm pretty sure, man, if I sat down with Alp, man, it would definitely be hard to decide. That's for sure. I remember, I think it was Ed OG telling me when he was hanging out with Knotts how he hated it when Knotts played him beats because he wanted every single beat that yeah, Knotts was playing. Exactly. I would say the same for Knotts, too. Like, he's one of my favorites as well. Um, you know, that famous bass line, man. I always loved Knotts and Slip Mode days, high tech, you know, those guys, man. That's incredible. And you haven't even worked with Knotts yet, right? Not yet, but I, I plan on it. That's got to be in the works. I think you guys would sound amazing together. Yeah, definitely. Man, and do you find that as you know, you've really established your style and that people know what to expect when they hear an Edo track, that producers are sending tracks that they know are going to fit you really well? Um, do you feel like producers know you know what you want at this point? I, I, yeah, I believe so. Definitely. Um, there's a few who, you know, y'all get a lot of beats and misses and shit. Not all of them are, are tough, but there's a few that, that nail them. 
you know, I've been working with a lot of new producers as well, you know, uh, Ellie and Rosewell, Aesthetic. Um, we got Chase Swiss, those guys, you know, God Bless. Shout out to God Bless, Sweet Lord, you know. So, yeah, man, I get a lot of beats submissions. For the most part, they, they definitely direct me to my friends. Do you find, too, though, that sometimes because of what you've done with V-Don or Mugs, that people try to kind of pigeonhole your sound into a very specific sound and almost limit what um, kind of beats they send you? No, nah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you, you know, everything, that sound is back. So it's like, you know, everybody's diving in. But I, I've heard a lot of different shit that caught my ear, you know, different from what's been going on. No doubt. And the pot, I think, really gives a great look into your life and who you are. You know, one of the, the really big lines that came out, I think, was Pops attempted, but my mama meant it. You know, talking about um, yeah, yeah. that that yeah. was really deep. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, 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 that's an everybody corner. I one of them stories like that. But um, Mama, you know, Mama loves she she man to this day. No doubt. And now that you're a father yourself, I mean, do you look back and like find yourself like even more impressed with the job your mom did, knowing how hard it is being a parent? Oh yeah, definitely, most definitely, definitely. You know, I got a daughter who be thirteen. She's in the studio as well. So whatever they want to do, you know, I'm a supporter. Yeah, well, your daughter also killed it on Rock America. What was it like working with her and and doing doing a song together? That had to be pretty special. Oh uh, yeah, man, she's a natural as well, man. Just in the jeans, you know. She um, we came up with that, man. She nailed it real quick too. But yeah, man, she's very excited to get in the lab and do her own thing as well. She likes that trap drill stuff too. <laughs> the, the crazy thing too like is being that you um you know are, are used to being in the studio like something i heard mad barnes say is when he was playing ball with his kids when his kids were younger he didn't want to push them too hard to where they would hate the game but he also wanted to give them his expertise so that they would get better but there's that fine line of like letting kids be kids so how do you balance like helping Imani in the studio versus um, like kind of falling back and letting her do her own thing. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I, I let her do it how she wants it done, you know? Me, her proposals. Plus, she also writes too. So, yeah, man, it's, it's how, whatever she feels. You know what I'm saying? I'm a supporter. And you also talk about how you'd rather hang with your lady watching movies at home um, rather than going out. So um, do you consider yourself overall more like a homebody and um, as opposed to like as other... Oh, yeah, as a recent, especially since my son's been born for the past four or five months, you know, I've been more focused in the, in, in the lab, you know, and um, no more hanging, none of that stuff, man. You know, I'm trying to get a crib and shit like that. So getting this stuff together once and for all. 
No doubt. That's, that's amazing. And we had kids around the same time, um, in the fall. So I know like my guy's about to be six months old, you know, starting to sleep a little longer at night, but not definitely through the night. You know, how much sleep are you guys getting right now? Man, I'm in and out. Sit in the pen. I'm up with the little guy in the AM and I work to the AM, so I'm I'm in and out on the night. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all we can about sleep in the pen. No doubt. And it's, if you guys are at home watching movies, what are you guys what are you guys actually watching? Uh, uh I don't know. Like she I watch what she watches. She don't like what I watch. <laughs> oh man, how do you compromise? I watch Doc I watch Doc and crime shows and shit, you know. Shit like that. Netflix Narcos and the Pablos and shit like that. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, man, I mean, every time we do an interview, it's super hard hitting too. Like now we got your net, your Netflix genre. Last interview we did, we got your Doritos flavor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting all the important <laughs> stuff, man. Oh, me too, man. Fall, I'm a little stuck. I'm you know, sticking shit under the weather. I just flew back from out west, and um, that weather and fucking three hour change is crucial. I'll tell you, a little three hours is a big difference. It takes a while to adjust once you once you cross over. Yeah, man. So little stuff up right now. So, but um, yeah. Other than that, man, you know, just grinding, man. I got another project coming right after the beauty of it. Um, Ito Gigante with um. Chichi from Scarface, we got a few clips we, we shout shit. Music videos, it's gonna come with a disc and a DVD, like a package. Do some vinyls. Tough, tough project right here. It's based on, on the film Palito Play. And I call it Ito Brigante. It's gonna be real dope. That's amazing. Chichi. Angel Salazar, yeah, it's dope. And, you know, with, when you look at the beauty of it, with the legendary lineup of producers you have, you know, your last couple of big projects have had, you know, V Don or DJ Muggs, you know, handling the production exclusively. So what are your goals for the beauty of it? What do you hope to show people with this project compared to um Hell's Roof? This project was solely based for the producer. Just the the lineup of a bunch of various producers, no producers and create, you know, Something that that ain't that you know just to release with one sole producer. So I dedicated this to that, this for that, solely for the producer. Few, I got a few features, but my goal was to round up the producers for this. No doubt, and you know it's been about a year now since Hell's Roof dropped. How do you feel like things have changed for you since that project came out? Oh man, it, it took me to the next level, next day. More followers, more listeners. People to this day just discover me and out west, you know, a whole new crowd, you know, the, the love out there when I perform is insane. And, um, yeah, man, it definitely helped me, you know, get to the next stage and grab their attention a little more, you know. 
And something I feel like you do really well throughout the songs you make is like you always get pieces of your actual life, but like you don't run out of content. Like you're always given something new or you're given some kind of wisdom that you've picked up over the years. So what's that writing process like where you're able to keep it fresh, but also able to give people an idea of who Ito is through each song? I don't know, man. Just I can only talk about you know what I seen, what I know. You know, that's that's about it, man. I mean, I'm sure everybody has a little story for stuff, but that's all I know, you know. Do you feel like your writing process too? Like, obviously, the the demand for your music is going. Um, continues to go way up. I mean, and and you're obviously probably getting more inquiries for features and stuff like that. Do you find like your writing process changes as you work on more music? Um, it changes when features come because you know you you want to keep up with the concept. Most most of the times when I get features, I get a request direction. So other than that, it's always going to be me. But I like to I like to follow through with the artist, so I study that and keep it on the same page. And how do you decide like what features you do versus which features you might pass on? Well, shit, man. You know, business is business, so we keep the business, and they can meet the proposals, and then we can work because you know, no, 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 that you know, it's not a such thing as a bad feature because they all have crowds who haven't, you know, heard us yet shit like that. So I look at it that way too. No doubt. You know? And when I was listening to Radio Rahim, you you quoted Mob Deep, you know, sometimes I wondered do I deserve to live? And it was almost like this light bulb moment for me where I realized just like how perfect your flow and delivery would be like over beats by guys like Havoc. And I think that's why you sound so great on the pot with Alchemist, you know. Um, what do you think it is about your your song, your your, your um, sound, that allows you to sound that good over those kinds of beats? I don't know, man, because that's the sound. That's, you know, I don't compromise it. So, like I said, it's a feeling, it's a vibe. You know, and it's, it's some some sounds to bring it out. Cause you know, I was like, I couldn't do it to a beat. I wasn't. I didn't like or I'm, the beat selection is the most important. So that also was take the direction and move for anything. No doubt. And when I was talking to Jamal Gasol um, a couple of weeks ago. We talked about just that upstate New York sound, but also how like it's finally like becoming a real scene up there in terms of like getting the props and respect that it deserves. How do you feel like upstate New York hip hop has grown in the past year through the work of guys like you and Jamal and Griselda and everything it's going crazy. on up there? It's crazy. It's a beautiful thing, man, because I've seen it right under my nose. I watched it. I witnessed it. I'm a part of it. And, and and I'm excited to see the growth. And it's not just Buffalo, Rochester. You know, we got, like you said, Niagara Falls. We got Jamal out there. 
we got, uh, you know, a few people in the queue, so my boy Toss Mahal. You know, I stayed in New York, man. It's crazy, because real quick, I'm going to say, shit, Kim Griselda, it's, it's been a nice run for us. It's crazy. It seems to be, too, like it's a really supportive culture up there, too. It's, it doesn't seem to be, like, a lot of, like, tearing people down. I mean, is that... Is that pretty accurate? Oh, yeah. Nah, nah, man. I support everything. I love everything. So, you know, they motivated me. You know, every time I see them, it's motivation and inspiration. I love it. It gets better and better for all of us. And I love the work you did with with Flea Lord on Rock America. What was it like working with Flea on that? Flea's an animal. You're going to get it done real quick. You don't play um, I've also been in the studio with him too. He, he, he gets busy. He's quick. He get it done. You know, that's the same thing. I just spoke to Graf last night, um, and he was. We were talking about his work with Flea on Dirty Restaurants. He said the same thing, just like how efficient and what a beast he is in the studio. Yes, he is. That's my boy. He works. He gets it done. And you guys, you guys have such a great sound together. Do you feel like you'll continue the Rock America um, concept and turn it into a series, or that you'll do more work? I mean, what do you? Kinda... Um, yeah, I'm hundred percent sure we got it to the next piece. Um, I don't know if we're gonna call it part two or you know the kind of cliche, but it's definitely a uh, part two coming. And obviously, Hell's Roof is a classic that's always gonna be one of those go-to albums, you know, for Edo fans, for Muggs fans. Do you think you're going to do yeah. more work with Muggs, you know, and maybe another full-length project in the future? Yeah, hopefully, you know, Muggs is a busy guy. He's in and out, you know, so hopefully that, that, that'll come to play. You know what I'm saying? That's the big dog right there, so I'm looking forward to that. You know what I mean? And I know you're back working with V-Don. Yeah, it's pretty much our next piece, period, you know. Um, we don't have a headline for it yet, but he's sending beats. I'm sending them back, you know. And then, like you said, like the question you asked earlier, Don. Yeah, so you you never know. A cup might not even make the tape, you know. <laughs> that's how it is. So, but that's good. That's good. Because, you know, we don't always got to agree with everything. A few won't make it. Right. And you also got that Ido Brigante project in the works. How many other like EPs or side projects do you feel like you're trying to balance right now? Well, right now, that one's up. That's complete already. Um, my brother, Billy Black, I'm dropping a, a, a tape with him called Dow Style Kill. That's me and him together. Um, Jay Black, you familiar with Jay Black? He's on Old Murder. That's my brother. We did the Pyrex, shot the video. I just put out a freestyle with him like a couple of weeks ago as well. But yeah, that's coming. But Ito Bigante is complete. And that'll drop right after um, the beauty of it, a couple months follow up. That's amazing. So what, when is the beauty of it dropping? April 12th, Easter Sunday. Perfect. What?